Good morning, everybody. Good to see everybody this morning. Those of you that have made it. Hallelujah. I don't know why I was thinking that this morning when I got up, but for whatever reason, I thought to myself, when is daylight saving time? That's not until next weekend, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, next Sunday. So I don't know why some people are late this morning. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. It was good to be back in the house of God. Amen. Amen. It's good to see all your smiling faces. Amen. Hey, everybody awake? Yes. All right. It's good. Yes. Amen. And I'm glad to see Molly Sully. Amen. 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 Molly made it this morning. Amen. Yeah. She found us. Praise God. We're going to get started. I'd like to ask Brother Aaron to uh, lead us in prayer this morning, and then uh, Brother Gary can come up on bass, and Brother Richie, and you guys. Back Thank you, Lord. Amen. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Amen. A beautiful autumn morning. Yeah. Amen. Amen. God made this day, so we're going to rejoice, be glad in it. Yes. Seasons are changing. World's changing, Amen. but one thing, God, He never changes. That's Amen. right. Amen. That's right. Thank you, we Lord. Serve God is so faithful. Wow. Yes. Amen. Yes. To be like Him, because uh, yes. I believe these last days we gotta be, we gotta be faithful to Him. Amen. That's right. Amen. So let's pray. Let's ask God Jesus. just to have His way here too. Yes, Today, this morning, for we need Him. I know that He wants to. Amen. Impart to us all that we need. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for a beautiful day to be given us, Father, and especially, Father, for your presence here today. We look to you and ask, my dear God, that you even have your way in this place this morning. Amen. Receive us, O oh God. Forgive our sins. Have mercy upon us. Quicken us all. Listen to all our needs, Father. Amen, O oh God. Your word. You know our hearts, Father. Encourage every every saint, every heart, O oh God. Quicken us. Strengthen us as we look to you. Amen. Have your way in this place. Amen, Lord God. Let's lift our hearts with our hands and worship you. Amen. What a blessing, what a privilege, Father. Amen. What is to know you. Amen. To be in your church, be filled with your spirit. Amen. Able to walk through life, Father. Amen. Have you have your way, Lord God. Thank you for your word. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Ghost, your presence. Let your manifest in a lovely way, Father. Amen. An awesome way. Amen. Bless your word to our hearts. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Anoint the man of God. Amen, Father. We thank you, Lord. And let us receive, walk in thy ways. Amen. Among every amen soul that has a part this service. Amen, musicians and singers. Amen, song leaders. Amen, the Sunday school teachers. All the helpers, the ushers, oh God, we thank you, Father, and we're careful to give you all the praise and glory. Amen. Thank you, Lord, we serve you, the one only true God. Bless your church worldwide. Bless the people of God. Bless the ministry, Father. Strengthen the ministry. And as you people, let's be faithful. Always looking to you, loving you, Father. Godly fear in our hearts for you. Give you all the praise and glory, Father. Thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
Let's just worship the Lord this morning. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
341, greater is he that is in me. Praise God. We'll add on Brother David's two verses after that, after we go through this.
Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's right. God, what He's given to us. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Through that born again experience. I've got a river of life flowing out.
following that little outline to give me and usually offerings on there and 
then I know that offing time, but I didn't see it this morning, so because I wrote it. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about the offing. I can't remember how you how you would say that my mom was talking about uh, uh, the daughters in law. She was talking about Sister Karen and uh, uh, Charlene, of course, her own daughter. Several other sister, sister Deborah, and uh, is this our? Uh, I think it's number three or four. There you go. Anyway, they they when they go hunting, they go out there. They shoot their deer, and then they they field dress it themselves. And then they even skin it and cut it into, you know, the, the portions and everything. So she said they do everything. I can't remember that Lakota word for that, but they do everything. They know how to do everything. That's what I'm doing this morning. I'm doing everything. I'm doing the, you know, I, I, you know, one of my first duties was in the church was song leading. For whatever reason, Brother Gerritsen asked me to do song leading. And I, you know, I didn't play guitar then. I just picked up the songbook, I prayed, I picked up the songbook, I led worship. <laughs> but I learned how to worship the Lord. I and mean, that's, that's a beautiful thing to learn how to worship the Lord. There's a blessing, there's a reward in that. So I learned how to lead, this, lead the congregation in worship and praise and song. And of course, back then we always, we, we didn't hardly use too, too many of the of the small courses that we use that we do use like this morning it was mostly out of the songbook so we always sing out of our songbook so I got used to doing that so that's nothing for me to do you know but sometimes I have to do everything and uh, praise God sometimes you might have to do everything right be ready for that's it right. yes. the Bible says be instant in season that's and out right. of season Amen. praise right. God you know anyway. right. sometimes we may have things planned we may have a schedule Something, some kind of structure, but sometimes we have to. Any, are any of you are familiar with that cliche? Ad lib. Right. Sometimes we have to ad lib. Sometimes we have to let the spirit lead us, because sometimes the spirit does ad lib. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that this morning. I don't know, but uh, I guess the the, the are you going to? It's just okay. You're gonna have you're gonna have Sunday school, the smaller ones. But since Brother Rich is not here, uh, you older ones can stay here. All right. What's that? Okay. Uh, afterwards? No. Now. Now. Okay. All right. We got a surprise this morning. All right. All right. We do have a surprise. We started something new. We're going to um, memorize scripture verses weekly, so they did their first week. So. Genesis 1 1 in the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. Amen. Genesis 1 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. Amen. Amen. 
Genesis 1 1 in the beginning, God created everything in the earth. Genesis 1 1 in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Genesis 1 1 in the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. Good job. You have a be better memory than I do. Praise God. We were talking about that the other day and telling my, telling my wife, I said, I said, you have to really pray for my mind because it seems like sometimes it's difficult for me to, to, to recall certain things. And I said, and, uh, unless my mind is directly on it, I just, so praise God. Thank you very much for that. That was, and I forgot they were going to do that this morning. But they did a good job. Amen. A good job. Praise the Lord. Uh, as soon as I can verify the dates with Brother Wethy, uh, he will be coming up. Uh, there's two possibilities this, this month. Or maybe even the early part of December. We'll see. But if things work out. Uh, so I will, once I, once I know that, then I will announce that to everybody, uh, probably Wednesday. So be looking forward to the ministry of uh, Brother Luke Wethy. Uh, Brother Craig and Sister Taryn are, are asking for our prayers. They're, uh, he's gone back to Texas to preach for uh, a brother down there in Texas, and just to, something that they had scheduled before, and he said, I just want to uh, go down and, and fulfill that. He said, then once we get done, he said, we're going to be moving our stuff into storage so that we can move it later on. But he said, pray for them because they'll be back up here by the second week of November. And uh, praise the Lord. And, and uh, also, uh, there's a brother that we, we know in uh, Sioux Valley, Manitoba, by the name of Wa Wayne Washichina. Uh, that's that's uh, Lakota or Dakota. They speak they speak with the D dialect. Or up there it's the N. They call themselves Dakotas, but they speak with the N dialect. That's kind of confusing. Wayne Washichina. We would say Washichila, but Washichina uh, basically means white man. <laughs> Wayne white man. And the real the real translation of that is takes the fat, takes the best of the fat. That's what they said about the Washichis. They take the best things. They take the best of the fat. But that's how they got done with that name, Washichina. Washichila. So, but his wife, Sister Giovanna, passed away. And they had her funeral yesterday. And uh, Brother Chuck and Sister uh, Linda attended the funeral. And he said, just keep Brother Wayne in your prayers. And, and the family, they, they had, I think, how many children was it they had? They had like seven, I think it was. Seven. I can barely remember them, but they're probably a lot older. But we met Brother Wayne way back in 1985 or 86. I know we went, that was one of the places we would go up there in, in uh, Sioux Valley and then uh, Pipestone right next to Sioux Valley. We ministered the Word of God back up there. So keep him and his family in your, prayer, in their, in your prayers, Brother Wayne Washichina. I think that's it. I can't remember anything else. Praise God, but I'm glad I'm here. Amen. So I'm glad I'm in the house of Amen. God. Amen. And this is the last day of October. How many of you are aware of that? Yes. 
coming into November. The 11th month. The 11th month. And we're just coming out of the 10th month. In the Hebrew calendar, it would be the 7th month. But you think about everything that you know happens in the in the seventh month, and everything that you know is, takes place, and prophetically we're headed there. Prophetically, we're going to experience tabernacles, and we're going to be uh, uh, as we go along, and as the Spirit leads us, we're going to be digging, researching in the Word of God concerning these things. Uh, I hope you brethren have read that material I gave you, or I hope you read it. <clears throat> very uh, insightful, very, very good uh, understanding. And uh, Lord willing, uh, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to try to get my hands on some books that will help you to uh, get into the Hebrew a little bit more than that we have been. Of course, if you, if you have a good Strong's Concordance and a lexicon, a Greek and Hebrew lexicon, that's good. Uh, but other things concerning uh, Hebraic expression, that's important too. A lot of people don't realize that the Old Testament, there's a lot of Hebraic expression in there that we don't understand. It's kind of brought a little bit into the picture in, in the book of Matthew, some places that Jesus talks about it, and you wonder what, you know, why he says it in that way, but it's Hebraic expression, and when you understand that, it just adds a new meaning to what we think it says. <laughs> so that's why it's important for us to... So once I get that, once I can uh, find find a place where I can uh, get get a hold of this material, then I, I will be ordering it and and I will be distributing it to all you brethren, and you can share it with your wives. You can share. You can share. You're 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 all one flesh, aren't you? Amen. I only heard one. Mm -hmm. I remember this uh, when I was ordained. I remember one of the things that uh, Elder Hansborough told me one time. He said this. He said, "Did you realize marriage is also a ministry?" Yes, that's right. Did you know that you too? And it's going to happen pretty soon. Yeah. It's a ministry. It's a ministry. I never really understood it when he first said it to me, but after, you know, of course, family is instituted by God. So when you begin to raise a family, you know what that means. Marriage is a ministry, happens, and we as the head of the household, it's our responsibility to take our ministry and to, first of all, share that ministry or, you know, become uh, active in that ministry with our household to teach our children and to raise them up in the ways of the Lord. And that's not my message this morning, but I'm just telling you, this is something that, you know, I, I think about some, you know, sometimes when it comes to me and I thought, wow, that's amazing. But you experience that. You go through that, and that's a responsibility given to us as a husband and, of course, as fathers. Fathers. And as mothers. I like what I heard Friday evening. That was very inform informative. Yes. Amen. And, and a lot of good points were made. Things were said as far as the Word of God was concerned about uh, the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. And of course, 
uh, talking about making a calling and election sure, just going along, along that line and the gifts that we ha have received. That was very good, so thank you very much for that again. And you think about that and you think about what God's called us to and it's, it's more, we have a purpose mm -hmm. in life and it's important for us to understand that purpose. If you will with me this morning, turn your Bibles to the book of Titus. <coughs> Chapter 3. passage of scripture and a few words that we're going to dive into this morning. And uh, in Titus chapter 3, if you have it, say amen. amen. And we'll start with verse number 4. It says, but after that, the kindness and love of, our, of God, our Savior, toward men appeared, toward man appeared. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through our Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord, uh, through, our, through Jesus Christ, our Savior that being justified by His grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Amen. According to the hope of eternal life. Amen. Aye. Thank you, Lord. And you, you look in the, my main scripture out of this morning, the lesson this morning is in verse number seven, that being justified, or excuse me, verse number five, not by works of righteousness, which he hath, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Renewing. Regeneration. Everybody say regeneration. Regeneration. That's something that happens. We've experienced it on the onset of our salvation when we heard the gospel concerning the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ and how that was the born-again experience as long as we followed that formula of repentance and water baptism and and obedience to the Holy Ghost, we we experience our obedience to His commandment. We experience the born again process, mm -hmm. and we were we became regenerated, or we experienced regeneration. Mm -hmm. Regeneration. Everybody say that regeneration. Amen. That's what that's what happens to us since since we receive the gospel, that's what happened to us. And guess what? 
from that point on, we should experience regeneration every day. Mm -hmm. right. a, a renewing. I thought about this and, and I was, as I was looking into uh, the scripture and the word regeneration, it, it, it almost sounds like, it, it, says, it says, it's this, it's the Greek word and, and, and I probably will butcher, butcher how they pronounce it, but palingenesia. Palingenesia. That's how the pronunciation is in the concordance and in the lexicon. Paling Genesia. Regeneration. Mm -hmm. Genesia almost sounds like Genesis. Mm -hmm. right. The beginning. Right. The beginning. Right. So it's connected, but Paling Genesia. And this is what it means. It means the state or act of spiritual rebirth. The state or act of spiritual rebirth. Thus, being born again. Mm -hmm. Being born again. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, and renovation. Not just rebirth, but renovation. Okay? And restoration. When you renovate something, when you get done with it, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be new. It's going to be restored. Just like what we're doing in here. We're changing things around in here. Renovation. Just to restore. Amen. It's not going to look the same like it did before when we're done with it. Because there's been some changes made. Ha ha ha. I always remember Dale's reaction when he walked in here. And while we didn't have the doors in. But when he, when, when he seen what we did in here. He just said, Wow. You know, he said, it looks more like a church now. And then he said, what if you grow? What if you get bitter, bigger? Because I, I, I think we had 125 of those rocker chairs in here at that time. And he said, how many seats? I said, 125, 120 some. He said, what if you grow? He said, you can knock down that wall right there. And he pointed at that wall. I said, well, could be. I said, maybe but he was impressed with the changes in here. He said, don't, doesn't even look the same. No, don't. And, uh, but he liked it. He liked it. So, but renovation. <clears throat> if you want to, I guess, go on and make some changes in a certain, you know, area, in a certain building, whatever it is, even, even in a person, even in a person's being, to make a renovation, to make renovation. That's what, that's what, has begun in us when we were baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, the, the renewing of the Holy Ghost. He began that work of, of regeneration, that work of, of spiritual rebirth and renovation, because you know what? He's going to bring it to restoration. He's going to restore it. Amen. Amen. How many of you have seen some of these older vehicles traveling around here? I know uh, during the weekend of uh, ribs, rods, and rock and roll. You, they always have that car show, and you go downtown. And I, I like older cars. Uh, Brother uh, Carlos Mar Martinez from Denver uh, had a, a shop, a body shop, and and he loved to work on uh, older vehicles, and that was his thing. And and uh, of course, I helped him 
with some of the work he did, mechanical work, but he, he restored some really nice old vehicles and made them look like they were the day they came out of the factory. Some, and he made some uh, changes on some of them, you know, did, you know, and, and it was nice. And, and, but when you see the, the, the finished product, it's, it's, it's nice to see the finished product, something that's been restored. You look at it and go, wow, this looks nice. So some older things can look nice. Amen. Hey, amen. Some older things can look nice. I don't know if you caught that. Amen. Praise God. I'm talking about your old self. The old man. Some older things can look nice. But when you think about it, when we talk about uh, what we're talking about, this is, this is what I came to, spiritual Re renovation, mm -hmm. spiritual renovation, that work that's being done, the work that he started out to do. He started out to do work in it, so he's, he's doing that every day. Every day he does the work. He's, he's doing the work. And hopefully, you know, we can allow him to do that work in our life. But uh, you go over into the book of Acts, chapter 3. And look what it says here in verse number 19. It says, Repent ye therefore and be converted. Repent and be converted. Be converted. Repent. 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 Do an about face. Have that mind of Wanting to please God. How many of you really desire to live for God? Because if you desire to live for God, you're not living for yourself. Obviously, if you've been born again and your sins have been under the blood, you're not even living for the devil. You're not living in sin. And even coming to that point of you know, not living for ourselves. I'm not living for myself. If I was living for myself, I wouldn't be here. I'd be in White River, South Dakota. Amen. Probably kicking my feet up, looking out into the countryside. Amen. It's nice and peaceful out there. It's a beautiful place to be, and I love it out there. That's where I was, as Brother Longshore would say, born and raised. And I, and I love that place so much, just the tranquility, just the peacefulness. So if, if I had my way, that's probably where I would be right now. But amen. Guess what? I'm not living to myself. I'm living to Him. That's the reason why I came here. Because I'm living, amen, the life that he's given me. So here I am. And that's the way it is. We don't live to ourselves. So we, we should always have that mentality or that mind of repentance. It's a good attitude to have. Are you listening to me? To always re be, always be repentant. Always a good attitude to have. Because if you don't have that attitude, you will always be going the other direction. Right. You will always be going the opposite direction of where God wants to take you. Yes. And, and that we encounter that feeling every day, don't we? Yes. When we wake up. How many of you struggle coming to church this morning? Right. Be honest with yourself. Right. Had to get the old flesh up. Right. Had to wake up, get ready and all that. Just to come to church. Just to right. hear the word of God. But guess what? We need to repent of our the, what we right. how we feel in our flesh. Our thoughts, everything has to be, we have to have that repentive attitude. Like, man, I got to get this thing under control. 
You know why? Because I, I want to live for God. I want to walk toward Him. Amen. I don't want to be doing my own thing. So that's why it's important for us. That's why He said, Repent ye therefore and be converted. Amen. Be converted. Amen. That your sins may be blotted out. When you're converted, your sins are going to be blotted out. When the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. The times of refreshing. Did you know that? Walking in the Spirit, walking in the Holy Ghost is refreshing. Amen. It is refreshing. Mm -hmm. right. Woo! Take my yoke upon me and learn to me. Huh? My yoke is what? Easy. Mm -hmm. My burden is light. Amen. To me, that's refreshing. Mm -hmm. It's refreshing. Hallelujah. So you think about that. The times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, and he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of what? Restitution of all things. Restoration. In other words, if he's continuing to do that work, he's doing that work of restoration in us. Amen. Spiritual. Amen. Renovation. Spiritual restoration every, every, every day. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Every day. Every day. Regeneration. Regeneration. When you read uh, John chapter 3, let's go there. I'm just going to touch on a few things there because some of you probably say, oh, I know that already. But I'm going to say, do you really know it already? Right. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. And you, you read in John chapter 3, look, look what he says in, in, in uh, John chapter 3. Verses 7 and 8. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Everybody see that? Right. Amen. You notice I, I skipped verses 3 through 6. And I'm talking to you about what? 7? Marvel not that I said unto you, Unto thee, ye must be, ye must be born again. You must be brought forth again. Mm -hmm. Huh? Mm -hmm. Ooh. So he says, the wind bloweth where it listeth. Blows where it wants to. And thou hearest the sound thereof. But canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. You can't tell. That's one thing about God. He's going to catch you off guard. Mm -hmm. right. Amen. When the Spirit moves, the Spirit moves. You can't tell whence it cometh and where it goeth. Whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. So, so you see there uh, <clears throat> how... He's referring to the born-again experience as the wind blowing 
where it listed, where it wants to. Amen. Amen. The wind blows where it wants to. I'm glad the Holy Ghost is moving in me this morning. How about you? It blow, it's blowing where it wants to. Hallelujah. And if it's blowing where it wants to, obviously it, that should uh, open up our understanding that God does have a will for us. He does have a purpose. Because the wind blows where it wants to. Guess what? You, sometimes you blow where you want to. Are you listening to me? We're self-willed creatures. We, we do what we want to do. If we choose to do what we want to do, amen, it's not going to end up very well with us. But the Holy Ghost is blows where it listeth. In other words, where it wants to. It's moving where it wants to. I'm glad it's moving in me. What about you? Glad it's moving in me. I'm glad that the Holy Ghost is, is still alive in me. So it blows, amen, where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof. How many of you can hear the Spirit of God? Yes. How many of you can hear the Spirit of God? You've got to be sensitive to the Spirit. Amen. So, you can hear the sound thereof, but you, can't, you cannot tell whence it cometh or whether it goeth. Sometimes, here's the thing, sometimes we need to understand this. Sometimes we may not really we may not really understand. You hear it. It doesn't make sense to us sometimes. Let's go on. Verse number 9. So Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? <laughs> we're, we're talking about God, we're talking about the spiritual things. He said, aren't you a master of Israel and you don't know these things? Wow. Then he says, uh, verily, verily, truthfully, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that, that we have seen and you receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? Mm -hmm. Ooh. Right. So, so when you think about that, when you think about what he's saying here, and, and of course, uh, what we know, we, 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 should, we should know. We should know. We should understand. What it is, you know, as far as the what the work of God that is in our lives right now, what He's doing with us, we should understand that because, you know, as the apostle said, we can only speak of the things that we have seen and heard. Praise God. So it's important for us to understand that. So we have to know. Okay, so <clears throat> you go over in Colossians chapter three and uh, verse number ten. Colossians chapter 3, verse number 10. And I came right on it, and I didn't even know it. 
This is what it says. Colossians chapter 3, verse number 10. And that ye, and have put on, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Wow. So when we talk about this, uh, I was looking at the scripture verse early this morning and, uh, and I put on <clears throat> the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. It's something. And, and uh, listen to this. This is the Amplified Bible. This is what the Amplified Bible says. Listen to this. And have clothed yourselves with the new spiritual self which is ever in the process of being renewed and remolded into fuller and more perfect knowledge upon knowledge after the image, the likeness of Him who created it. How many of you are paying attention? Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Don't be like one person that said, I'm so poor, I can't even pay attention. <laughs> if you want to be rich, you better pay attention. That's right. Amen. 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 That's right. That's right. You know why? You know why I say that. Some of their stuff is okay. That's this all I'm going to say about. It. Some of the stuff just okay, but none of it can ever reach or attain to the richness or the knowledge of God's word and the understanding, because God is the one that created man. We're created in His image. He knows everything about us. He created us. Man's trying to understand himself. If he wants to understand himself, he needs to go to God. Amen. And the work of God in us. But people don't want to go there. And, and, and I, don't, I don't mean to be judgmental, but sometimes I, I get so uh, uh, impatient with people that are supposed to know. And I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about you. People that are supposed to know, the, the intellectualists, the ones that are knowledgeable. And I go to myself, man, you are so far away. From any kind of understanding, Amen. even common sense, you don't even know. That's right. And and I, I refer to them as shallow. I know I've called several people shallow before, and they got offended at me. Mm -hmm. But I said it's not just up here; right. it's it's in here right. that Amen. makes a difference. Not just Amen. up here. Just because you have a, right. a degree and you have a, right. a master's degree or even a doctorate, a PhD, that doesn't mean anything. Amen. Because obviously you haven't learned the lesson. And see, that's, that's the reason why it's important for us to, and this is why I say it this way, because I have a burden on my heart that you should be able to know, you should be able to understand and not belittle the work of the Holy Ghost in your life. Right. 
Because we can allow ourselves to be in that state of mind where we think that this is okay, this is what it's all about. No, no, no. You haven't really touched the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the things of God. And it's important for us to understand it's not just the intellectual part of it, but it's the part of the experience, the application of the principles of God's Word that will lead us to that place where we can say, man, this is what it's all about. This is what... This is what he wants me to acquire. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and, and please, don't be using the excuse, well, I'm not, you, that, you know, I can't learn, I can't. No, 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 no. Any person, I believe any person that is filled with the Holy Ghost has the opportunity yes. to grow yes. in the knowledge of him. Yes. To grow, yes. to Amen. mature. To understand, even junior, if his heart was in the right place in his mind, all you young people, there's certain understanding you can attain to if your heart was in the right place. If you really pursued, if you would leave the things of the world alone, all the distractions, all the behavior. Some of you still have worldly behavior. I see it. If you were really led of the Spirit, you wouldn't have the behavior you have. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're getting a scolding. All right. But when we think about this, and have clothed ourselves. Clothed. How do we get clothed? Ye shall be endued with power from on high. Mm-hmm. You shall be clothed with power. From on high. And if we have clothed ourselves with the new spiritual self. What the the Spirit of God can do you. The Holy Ghost can do in you. Quicken you. Make you alive. In the things of God. Not in your things. Not in your world. Are you listening to me? Not in your way of life. In the things of God. So you could understand. Mm-hmm. Praise God. There's a far greater purpose than your purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. Amen. And that's his purpose. Yes. Amen. So be clothed. Yourselves with a new spiritual self. Which is ever in the process of being renewed. Ever in the process of being renewed. That's every day. Every day there's some, there's going to be something there. I want you to understand that that's the that's the life of the of the spirit of God. That's eternal life. Mm-hmm. It will quicken us and it will lead us. Let me tell you something. Are you tired of walking down the same old path? Right, right, right. That's right. Huh? Mm-hmm. Tired of doing the same old things. Mm-hmm. That's why your life is bored. I know some of you young people feel that way. I'm bored. Let me tell you something. That's because that's where you are in your mind, yes. in your spirit. That's where the world is going to take you. That life doesn't have any substance to it. So obviously, what the Bible says, it's nothing but vanity. It's emptiness. And so that's why you feel the way you feel. Oh, and and you get excited over the menial things. But it don't last for long. There's no contentment. There's no satisfaction. It's just short-lived. So that's why people keep going in circles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same old problems. Yep. Same old things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and not paying attention to God. See, 
And we don't pay attention to, to the Holy Ghost we have. Amen. We don't cultivate the life He's... We don't cultivate. We don't do those things to build that life that He's given us in the Spirit. Because if we did, we wouldn't be where we are. Right. We wouldn't have the attitude. We wouldn't have the Spirit we have. Are you listening to me? Right. We wouldn't have problems living for God. It would be something that would just be second nature. Ooh, I get excited about the things of God. There's so much potential, so much possibility, and, and so much hope. Guess what? Things can be better for you if you really want it. It can be better for you. Let the Lord work in your life. Let Him do the work in your life. Don't be dormant. Don't be stagnant. Don't be motionless. Right. Amen. Don't be slothful. Right. Amen. Amen. Some people always say that, oh, is this what it's all about? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Obviously, they haven't experienced nothing. That's Amen. right. They haven't experienced the reality of what it is walking in the Holy Ghost. That's right. Amen. Here, here's here's Amen. something. I'm feeling the Holy Ghost, but here's something. Amen. The reason why some of you feel that the way you feel, that bitterness and whatever it is that you're not being satisfied is because of your connection to the world. That's the world spirit. Amen. That's the That's world right. spirit working in it. So you feel what you're, you're connected to in the world. Right. The Holy Ghost is not like that. That's Amen. right. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. I guarantee you, a lot of people are not happy. That's why some of them aren't here. Right. You can't blame it on God, because if you really sought God, you would be happy. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. right. Yes. Woo. That's right. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, getting back to what I'm trying to share with you this morning. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rub it in. <laughs> I'm gonna read it again, and have clothed yourselves with the new spiritual self, which is ever in the process of being renewed and remolded. Remolded. How many, how many of you need remolding? I find myself, as I, as I age and as I become mature, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to say it so I, you know, you know, we talk about getting old, old, old. We can become old, but we still can be new. Right? Amen. That's right. Amen. But anyway, uh, as I grow as I age, as I, as I, I was, I was, I was, my wife and I were talking about, uh, Stephanie was mentioning to us about our last will and testament. So I said, well, I, 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 I have mine. I, I know what I want and everything like that. Make sure everything's in place. Yeah. But, so, so my, so my wife said, yeah, I kind of, I, I've got an idea and everything like that. And I said, yeah. And then she said, and she said, how old are you now? I said, I'm 62 years old. <laughs> you caught it, sister. 
You caught it. And, and you know, she, she did, it took her a while. And she said, well, no, you're not. You're 60, 60, you're going to be 64 years old. I said, yep, I am. But you know what? As I get older, as I age, if I want to say it that way, I, I know there's, there's some things that are still going on in my being, in my mind, in my spirit. Mm -hmm. That process of salvation. There are things that, you know, I would never have obviously submitted myself to years ago mm -hmm. if I didn't have the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. But here I am, I, I, you know, it's, it's a process of obedience and humility being led of the Spirit that you begin to grow, you begin to, you know, you change. Yeah. It's a process that's always taking place. You just change. And, and, and like the Amplified says, the process of being uh, renewed and remolded, remolded. Certain things are happening. I mean, I don't even look the same. Right. I don't even look the same when I when, when I was living in the world. I don't look the same. I'm always, you know, and I'm getting to the point now where, you know, back in my younger years, I just used to have a certain attitude about, you know, you know, the 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 older generation, the way they were, their behavior, and the way they look. And I thought, oh man. But here I am. I'm falling into that same mold. Uh, you know, Elder Garrison made a big impact upon my life. As well as Brother Javier Jimenez. And of course, Brother Hancock, Brother Richard, made a big impact on my life. I don't think without them there and without their example and leadership, sometimes even correction at times, I would have never I would never have come to the place that I am right now. If there's any fault in all of it, it's because of me, not them, or not God. It's because of me, my humanity. But I want to say something. That's what we need. All of us need that. We need that kind of instruction. We need that kind of example. And to be able to develop, to be able to grow, to be able to, you know, not just acquire the knowledge, but the experience of that knowledge, that life. Now, what we're talking about, that life, his life, mm -hmm. what he called us to, what his purpose is for each and every one of us. That's what we need to understand. That's the working of the Holy Ghost in us. Mm -hmm. So we, our part is to submit ourselves, mm -hmm. to yield our members unto him. So when that process takes place, guess what? We find it, we see that change. Some of you have obviously changed over the years, even the years that we've known you. Some of you have, have come to that change. And you know why it's because? Because you're allowing the Holy Ghost to do that work in your life. Right. I don't care what people say. I don't care what the world says. I don't care what even some religious folks say when they look at us and they think, oh man, you guys are, you know. The difference is, is that we walk in the Spirit. Right. That's right. That's right. Amen. We go so far as letting the Holy Ghost do a work in us. Right. No man can say by the Holy Ghost that Jesus Christ is Lord. Right. That's how we say He's the Lord, by, by, that He is Lord, by the Holy Ghost in us. Guess what? We submit ourselves to it. Right. A lot of people haven't even come to that depth of knowledge yet, right. that depth of understanding, that experience of allowing God to work in them so that they could become godly. Yeah. 
in their being right. instead of being worldly. I thought about that. You know, I, I love good worship music. There's some good worship music out there, but if it's not anointed, it's no good. Amen. <clears throat> some, some words have good lyrics. Yes, they. But if you could take those lyrics, if you could take that music, and you can anoint it. Woo! We, right. we, we experience that every now and then. Exactly. <clears throat> and, and it moves us. And guess what? Amen. It's even deeper worship because we're worshiping in the spirit and in truth. Yes. <clears throat> and, and I was thinking about that the other day when I was thinking that, wow, you know what? The ones that worship without the Holy Ghost, you know what it is? It's pure emotionalism. Yes, that's what it is. Amen. Because in that form of worship, worshiping in the Spirit and truth, that form of worship should touch you. Right. Should move you. Should change you. Yes. Amen. But some just tickles the the uh, old man. Make them feel good a little bit. Ooh, yeah. that feels good. Amen. When God says, hey, I want to go deeper than mm -hmm. just right. your skin. Right. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important for us. See, where am I now? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm in here. Just... So he says, being renewed and remolded into, into, into further and more perfect knowledge upon or knowledge after the image, the likeness of him who created it. Mm -hmm. So what happens? That change takes place and, and here we are. Uh, 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 turn with me back. Go back to the book of uh, Titus once. Uh, <clears throat> Something came to my mind, and uh, uh, verse number seven, chapter three, where we were. But this is this is what it says: that being justified by His. Grace, justified by His grace. We should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Being justified by His grace. Justification by His grace. We are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. That's what the Apostle Paul said. Justified. We reach that place of righteousness, not our righteousness, his righteousness. So we're being justified by his grace. And we're made heirs of the hope of eternal life. Heirs of the hope of eternal life. Did you realize this? It's not when you when, when, what Paul is talking about here, a lot of people like to refer to that as when we get up there in the heavenlies. No, no, no. He's talking about that inheritance, that what we receive while we're down here. What touches us right now, the work of God in us right now, here on earth. We receive. Otherwise, if that wasn't the case, then obviously we wouldn't have anything to sustain us or maintain us while we're here on earth. Right. That's right. Are you listening? Amen. We have to have something that can keep us going here on earth. Amen. 
And, and, we, and we get a taste of that through the working of the Holy Ghost, that inheritance. So as we're down here on earth, He gives us that, that so that we can be partakers of it. We can experience that life. How are you ever going to ever get adjusted to eternal life if you don't live it down here? That's right. Amen. And how are you right. going to expect to, to go into eternal life when you don't even have a clue what it's like? Right. Amen. Amen. Am I making sense? Yes. So that's, that's why the importance of allowing the Spirit of God to work in us. That's important. He's, he's developing us. He's, he, like, like we said, He's molding us. He's doing that work. Here we are. We feel it. We know there's a difference. We feel it. Something about it. How many people have come in here and doubt the presence of God and they left scratching their head? What is it about that place? Yep. Yeah. Amen. Obviously nothing to do with us. Right. <laughs> we can't do that. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. That should be a eye opener for a lot of you. We That's can't right. do that. That's right. Without Amen. him we're nothing. But when they come in and feel the presence of God, and they feel it. And I, I've watched reactions of different people that come. Man, they can't. It's, yep. Some really do their best to hold back their tears. They can't yep. spill over there. Yep. And, and, and feeling what they feel. You know some of them want to reach out. and right. But their, their humanity, their carnal nature, and whatever it is that yep. they hold back. But just imagine if they would have just reached out, boy. Yes. The Lord would have zapped them. Amen. Yes. Ooh, right. God wants to zap some of you. Amen. Amen. Sitting back there. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Wake up, Junior. Sitting back there, just so reserved. Amen. So reserved. And the Holy Ghost is trying to move on you. Boom. And you feel waves of it. Right. And you're still sitting there. <laughs> Acts 5.32 You don't have to go there But the Bible says He gives the Holy Ghost to them that obey Him Right, that's right <laughs> Amen, that's right Amen. And Amen. the Lord saying Hey, all I want you to do is raise your hands Hey, just a simple raising your hands All of a sudden, boom That's right, that's right. Amen. All I want you to do is open your mouth Right Amen. Open Amen. your mouth wide, and what he Amen. said, I shall fill it. Right. You know what? The, the problem is, and I've noticed that people don't receive the Holy Ghost because they never ask for it. Right. I've never heard anybody come up and say, Lord, I need the Holy Ghost. Yes. I want the Holy Ghost. Right. That's we, we, right. We, yeah, it's good to repent. It's good to have an attitude of repentance and confession. But let me tell you something. Yeah. Unless you ask for it, unless you open your mouth wide, right. unless you tell them, hey, that's how much I want it. How many of you have ever bothered your mom or your, your dad for, I want a piece of candy? Mm -hmm. huh? yep. How do they know you wanted a piece of candy? Because you said it. Right. I want a piece of candy. Right. Like some kids. That's right. Or else. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Yeah. Well, how do, they, how do they know? You asked for it. Mm -hmm. By the way, Melissa and Richard, Rich, 
you need to let Dash be able to enjoy his Hershey bars when he wants to. That was something I was really concerned about yesterday, and I thought about that, and I, I was going to say something, but I didn't say nothing because I forgot about it, but I'm saying it now. Every man needs his Hershey bar. I have one every now and then. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. But see, that's how it is. That being justified by His grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is what we should be seeking God for right now. Not when the trumpet sounds, right now. This is what we should be pursuing right now. This is what we should be asking for right now. I love what those brethren said the other night. Yes, the callings of God are, the gifts of calling of God are without repentance. God knows what he's doing. God has a work for you. Did you realize that? Otherwise, guess what? He wouldn't have called you if he didn't have a work for you. If he didn't have a purpose, he's got a work for you. But it's up to us to be able to line ourselves up with that work, with that calling. To let him work in us. And this is the Amplified Version uh, on, uh, in that particular verse right there. I just read for you out of the King James. And he did it in order that we might be justified by his grace, by his favor, holy, undeserved. We did not deserve any of this. Now listen to this. That we might be acknowledged and counted as conformed to the divine will in purpose, thought, and action. (laughs) How many of you ever even thought about that? Uh, let me share something with you. I know you feel this from time to time. I know you feel this. You come into the presence of God. You cannot feel it. There's no way you can ignore what you feel in the Spirit because sometimes the Spirit just tugs at you, just starts to draw you. You feel that. And, and, and see, but the sad thing is, man, human nature is sad because human nature will always quell the Spirit of God. Always quench that spirit. Quench it. When you feel the Lord trying to work, ooh, you feel that little tingle of eternal life. You can feel it just... And, and, and let me tell you something. There's more to God than you think there is. All right. That's, that's right. Amen. Wow. Our, our thinking is, as long as I make it a church, huh? As long as I'm there and I worship and I praise and I listen a little bit, I pay my tithe, my offering, I come to prayer, as long as I, oh man, I'm doing fine. I'm okay. No, 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 no. God, There's a, a deeper purpose. Yes. There's a deeper life. There's more life than you can imagine yes. in the Lord. You're not just called to be a pew warmer, uh, a, a pew potato. Yeah, right. Huh? Potato, right. You, you have a purpose. 
Huh? There's a purpose, and that's what he's talking about here. That we might that we might be acknowledged and counted as conformed, as conformed. Did you know that God wants you to be conformed? Conformed. Huh? Are you listening? Conform to the divine will. God's divine will. That is something that a lot of people, uh, I, 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 should I say it this way? I feel, I feel led to say it this way. That have, a lot of people have trouble doing. Because God's will and purpose is a lot different than ours. It's a lot different. That's what he said. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways and your ways. We're different. Here's a big difference. We think carnally. We think carnal because we're carnal creatures. Whatever opinion, whatever inspiration that comes from the carnal mind, we think that way. We're used to it. We've lived that way since we came out of our mama's womb. Huh? Mm-hmm. We were we were came in contact with it. So naturally we think carnally. But here's the thing. When when you pray in the spirit, and the spirit elevates you, what happens? It begins to do a work in you. So when the Spirit does work in you, the Word of God comes into your mind. And God obviously shows you, amen, something different than what you think. Do you understand? Yes. Something higher than your carnal thoughts, Mm -hmm. than your purpose, than your will. God says there's something different. And, and, And what we do is we try to Put what we feel, what we experience in our carnality, we try to say, well, that's God's will. No, it's not. Amen. Am I making sense? Amen. And so when we pray, guess what happens? The Spirit elevates us so we can come into that place. That's why Jesus said, except a man be born again, except he's brought forth by the Spirit, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. So we come to that place where we actually understand what it is that God, amen, wills for our life. His purpose. Like he's saying, his purpose, his, his divine purpose, his thought, his actions. The Holy Ghost will take you on a different path than you are in your own mind. In your own being. The Holy Ghost will take you on a different path. Your experience will be different. Everything about you. Your nature. It will be different if it's. Amen. If it's given life by the Holy Ghost. If it's quickened in you. You'll understand it. You'll be able to see it. Amen. I'm 63 years old. I'll be 64 pretty soon. Amen. I've been a, a child of God since. For a long time now. But I, I find something. He's still working in me. So as, as he's still working in me, I'm, I'm growing, I'm maturing, I'm growing in the, in the, in the Word. I find, that, I find it that he compels me to, be, because of 
of his love and my love for him that I need to do his will. So I grow and, and I submit myself. I have, haven't been, amen, more satisfied and content where I am in my life right now. But you know why it's because of that? You know why I feel that way? It's because of where I am in the spirit. My maturity has brought me here. So you know what? I'm, I'm not fearful of the things that happen in my life because I understand his will, his purpose for my life. Amen. I know that he has everything in control. So as long as I submit myself to him, and the thing about it is, he continues to impress me with his thoughts and with his word, with his wisdom and with his knowledge. So that the former things that I used to be so engulfed in, they're nothing anymore. It's just like, whew. So I, I, I'm amazed. I, I, I'm just, it's like, wow. It, it, I have to get to the, this point to be able to say, hey, man. Woo. Right. <laughs> I wish I had this mind, when I, when I talk about that, the experience I had right now, I wish I had this a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Right. It would have been different for me. Right. Would have saved myself a lot of right. misery. But here I am. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Amen. Thank you. Lord. I just thank God. Thank you, Jesus. I just thank God. Hallelujah. So he says, conform to the divine will in purpose. Everybody see that? In purpose. Thought and action. Everything about us, our life should. That should be manifested. That's the fruit. It should be manifested. Everything we do. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. He shall direct thy paths. Everything you're going to do, guess what? Your life is going to have purpose. And when your life has purpose, guess what? It has meaning, doesn't it? You feel fulfilled. You feel satisfied. You feel contented. Man, I'm, I'm doing something that I've... I love doing right now. That's living for God. Amen. That's doing His will. So, so you think about that. So, and that we might become heirs of eternal life according to our hope. So, so here's the thing. We experience it down here. We, we get a taste of it down here. We experience it down here. You can make a comparison of your life before you came to know the Lord, and you could probably list a lot of negative things that you experience. But when you come to know the Lord, and you and you look at the things that He's begun in your life, and the things that are happening right now, you'll notice a lot of positive things. You'll notice a lot of good things. Guess what? God will never do you wrong. God would never harm you. He would do nothing but do good for you. And, and amen. And, and, and the thing about it is, Everything he promises us, they're all yes. They're all amen. They're all things. He'll never draw back on his promise. That's what he's given to us through his word. So we might as well just go ahead and just continue on and just pursue it and just go after it because God is not a liar. And, of course, we're going to be blessed. We're going to be blessed. So think about that. And you go there... Uh, Go with me to the book of Ephesians. Man, times. Amen. In the book of Ephesians. 
Sounds like that Sunday school class is pretty intense. Uh, obviously, the Lord's moving in there or something. Ephesians chapter 4, did I give you a chapter? Ephesians chapter 4, and uh, right on verse number 20, where am I? Where am I? 23. Okay. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. <laughs> and that you put on the new man and new woman which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. <laughs> you think about that. So Paul says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. In the spirit of your mind. Starts with your mind. Everybody knows this. Even you young people know this. Everything that you experience, everything that you confront in life, uh, it begins with thoughts, doesn't it? You ever ask yourself a question? Do you know when you're thinking? <laughs> Do you know your thoughts? Because sometimes you'd be sitting there and maybe you're just... You know, your mind's not moving too much, and here comes a thought. Boom! And you go, what in the world? Where did that come from? Yeah. Who threw that at you? If it didn't come from your mind. Because we should know what comes from our mind. Amen. And so, you know, that's one thing that we have to be careful of. Because I really do believe that you know your thoughts. You know how you think. So he says, and, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind. I'm reading out of the Amplified. And constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. You know what the Bible says? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Uh, if you don't think you're a spiritual person, then you're not a spiritual person. You can't be a spiritual person. if it's, That's all that dwells in your mind is carnality. The world, certain things about the world, that's your environment. That's the dimension your mind is in. So that's how you are. That's who you are. So that's why it's difficult for you to try to somehow fit or align with the Spirit of God. Because right. those things are there and it's hard for you to do that. And it's like, hmm, it's a battle, it's a struggle. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important for us to have our minds. And, and like the, the Apostle Paul was, was speaking in the Word here, and, and, I, and I believe that uh, in, in Ephesians and, and if, if you think about it, you know, uh, psychologists and psychiatrists need to 
understand that when you when when people can do this, it will definitely help them. If you can help a person mentally, you could help them spiritually. But your mind has to be in the right place. Your mind has to be thinking the right things. You and I and I know this. You you can basically discern when the devil's telling you things. You can discern even when your old nature, the old man, is trying to resurrect. And, and sin, the influence of sin. You can know that. The world, you name it. All those things are, we face that every day. Each and every one of us, we face all those, amen, uh, elements every day. We, we, we wake up with that. Man. I was thinking this. Somebody might say, oh, I wish I, I didn't have to experience temptation. Well, that would be nice, wouldn't it? But as long as we're in this flesh, we will always experience temptation. But we can't overcome temptation. And, and we keep our minds in the right place. Okay? So that's why it's important for us. And, and, and the Apostle Paul was talking about that when, when, he, when he was speaking about that in Ephesians 4, 8, where he says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, and whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. So if, if we're going to be in a place where we can allow ourselves to our minds, amen, like he said, To have a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. Then he says this, and I'm quoting out of, I'm reading that scripture verse, I quote it to you in Ephesians 23 and 24. This is what he says. And then he says, and put on the new nature, the new nature, the regenerate, regenerate self. The renovated self. I'm reading uh, where, where I was reading out of Ephesians 4, 23 and 24, but I'm reading the Amplified Version. I'm reading verse number 24. Put on the new nature, the regenerate self, created in God's image, God-likeness, in true righteousness and holiness. Wow. After all these years, walking in the Spirit, of course, I'm not a perfect man, I'll tell you that. But I do love the Lord. I want to please God. I want to, I want to do my best to humble myself before Him and to grow in Him. I'm not done growing spiritually. I'm still going at it. But you know, when you keep your mind in the place in the Word of God that it needs to be, you're going to find that he's going to keep your mind at peace. You won't have a lot of the, you know, the, the fears and the struggles that you have in your mind when you focus on his word, when you meditate, when you meditate. But if your mind is flooded, if your mind is attacked by all these thoughts that you're letting come in and you're letting them have liberty, I mean, no wonder you have problems. No wonder you're bothered. No wonder you're, you're fearful. No wonder you don't have faith. 
no wonder it's difficult for you to really know what it's like really knowing the Lord and living for God. Because you're alienated from the life of God through these thoughts, through these behaviors. Remember, uh, Jesus talked about, amen, that the Spirit, amen, uh, you don't know when the Spirit comes or where it goes. Thou hearest the sound thereof and all that. We, were, we, we spoke about that in the first part that being led of the Spirit, knowing what it is to be led of the Spirit. God giving you direction in your life, being led of the Spirit, following the Spirit, humbling yourself to the Spirit. That's important for us to understand. Because if we are led of the Spirit and the Spirit moves, and I know this sometimes that, you know, we, our human nature will disagree with the places that God is leading us. But a lot of times it's, the Bible says that uh, all things work together for the good. And, and so we need to understand to be led of the Spirit, that's the important thing. Because Paul said that in Romans 8.14, but as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, in order for us to be able to come to that place of what it is, is as far as being spiritually renewed and, you know, restored and renovated, that's got to be an ongoing process of humbling yourself To the Lord. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. That spiritual renovation, that spiritual rebirth, we always need it. We always need it. One thing I really don't like. Every now and then on my phone, on my computer, these updates always come. There's always a notice for an update and they keep coming. And I just kind of say, nope, not, not right now. Nope, right now. And keep on hitting that little X mark so they won't, you know. Then pretty soon, somehow, I don't know how they do it, but then you, you do it so many times and then when you want to shut your computer off, then it says, you cannot shut your computer off until you have your computer has been updated. How did they work that out? I don't want no updates. But you gotta I'll just shut your I just don't want my computer to sleep. I'll just, I'll, nah, I guess I have to agree to those updates. I do it under duress. <laughs> but here's the thing. How many of you are spiritually updated? <laughs> God's trying to update you. Here you are. Reject. Update. Reject. Update. Reject. <laughs> Man. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad he's doing the work in us. He's doing the work in me. He's doing the work in you. Amen. Thank God. Amen. We're still letting him have liberty. Right. Amen. 
it's not so much you being told, it's because you want to. Ooh, get it over on the devil. Uh, he's a liar. I want to. I want to live for God. I want to make heaven my home. I want to love the Lord. I want to worship Him. Thank you very much. We'll, this, uh, we'll bring this amen, Sunday school to close. and Amen. We'll see everybody at 2 o'clock. Greet one another. It's good to see everybody. We'll see you at 2. God bless.